Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Chase. And my name is Jerry. And Meow Mix, I'm six. Yes. There you go. Ch- Chase is six today. It is his birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. Thank, thank you, Jerry. To me. <laughs> you can look over here, Jerry. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> Ignore the man behind the curtain. There's <laughs> <Okay>. Jerry. <laughs> uh, Chase, so, six. so we play the Falcons. Yeah, last Thursday. season they lost. Sad. Last, last game. Sad. Last yeah. game. Went. But what do you think is going to happen this game? They might win. Still hard. We we need to watch the game and see if it is the Panthers win. Probably not though. Jerry's right there. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> kind of like most Panther fans. Probably not though. <laughs> so what do you think the score is going to be? Probably eighty-eight to to eighty-nine. Oh. Well, that would be a big highest scoring really NFL yeah. game ever. That would be a that would be an exciting game, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably it's gonna happen though, right. but it might be twenty five to twenty six. <laughs> that's that's probably possible. Yeah, it could be possible. Yeah. All right, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you a picture. This is the Panthers' normal helmets, and this is the cool helmet that they're gonna be wearing Thursday night. Which one do you like better, the black one or the silver one? I think I like both. You know, I can both. tell. Which, which one's your favorite? I can tell. It's hard. Oh, I like the blue one. No, you like the blue one? Well, the blue one's not... <laughs> the blue one is just something that someone made up. So the black one is the one that we're going to be wearing tomorrow. Okay, I like the black one. Yeah, I like the black one, hey, too. So, so let's go ahead and message David Tepper, blue ones. Yes, yeah, so we need <laughs> blue ones, right? Yes, blue, that's, blue, That's what we should blue. get next year? Yes. Okay. I hope it, they make one. Uh, me, too. All right. Well, do you have any, th- any last words to say? Yes. Okay. Meow mate, I'm six again. Okay. <laughs> and can I hear it? All right. And Pikachu might be in the game. Pikachu might be in the game. Okay. Good, <laughs> Good night, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh... <laughs> well, happy birthday, Chase, and... Congratulations on turning six. <laughs> 88, 89, I, I, would, that, I would be very interested to watch that one. He, I'll, I'll admit it. Do you think it's uh, another missed Pinero extra point? That's why we lost 88, 89. Oh, God. Yeah, could be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so we are talking Panthers-Falcons, week 10. Uh, this is the only primetime game currently, and I would imagine... We're not going to be flexed into anymore, so nope. enjoy it. Uh, Jerry will be attending the game. Yeah, uh, my wife worked. My wife's work uh, gave her us tickets, so we are definitely going to go and have fun. Uh, very excited for that. Yes, yeah. yes, very cool. Um, so thank you, Trey. You're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you happen to see Jerry out there, definitely stop by and say hello. And uh, you know, just he likes a lot of touching, so just you know. Whatever you want to do, he's good. Just fair warning, I am getting sick, so, you know. Uh, yeah, and he'll probably have some alcohol in him, we would imagine. I, you know what, maybe, maybe not. I really am starting to, my throat's starting to feel a little sick, so I'm not trying to push it. I saw this graphic the other day where the Panthers are the fifth, like, it's the fifth most expensive uh, NFL team to go see a game between... Parking and tickets and concessions and everything else. They're the fifth in the league. And we haven't won more than five games in the last three years. Hey, hey, that's how a billionaire stays a billionaire. <laughs> so, 
Um, all right. So uh, just a quick reminder to everyone, hit us up, uh, mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com or DM us on Twitter. Uh, we are doing our 1,000 subscriber swag bag giveaway. So uh, keep those likes and subscribes coming, by the way. We definitely appreciate them. Um, but uh, I think, what, next week we're going to go ahead and do the drawing. We have a bunch mm-hmm. of submissions already, so keep them coming. Um, and I guess we'll jump into some news. Yeah. Uh, Sam Darnold was activated from IR, fueling controversies that eventually another quarterback will start for this team this year. Jeremy Chin has been designated to return. That's actually really good news. Uh, they he they have opened the window up. He could technically play on Thursday. I doubt it. I think this is going to probably be bring him back after the game, let him get a full week of full practice. Yeah, I think Wilkes was pretty clear that Chin was not going to play Thursday. So, oh well, uh, I I didn't see that, but that was my uh, assumption, anyways. Yeah, yeah, I think he said it was asinine to think that he would play after mm. being out for six weeks. So, um. Which, you know, short week. I think that's the... I mean, we'll talk about P.J. Walker, but I think that's the only reason P.J. Walker is going to start is because it's a short week. So everything with a short week is weird. Um, yeah, so. I mean, you have to basically put one foot in front of the iron and just keep yeah. going. You can't really make <clears throat> changes and stuff. It makes sense. Unless you're the Panthers coaching staff, which made changes. Panthers fired cornerback coach Evan Cooper and defensive line coach Paul Pascoloni. Um my assumption is they were probably former regimes guys and the way the Panthers played last week defensively just cut bait with them. Yeah. Wasn't Paul Pascaloni a sign? Wasn't he a signing this year? Uh, I am not, I'm not fully Yeah, He was, sure. he was signed this year. So he was a guy that came in. He was among all the staff changes. He was one of the guys. He was a former head coach, I think, maybe college. But, um, yeah, a little surprising. Really, both of these, I think, are a little surprising. You know, the cornerback's coach was Steve Wilkes. So he's no longer eligible to do that role as he is now the head coach. Um, Evan Cooper, no idea. No idea if he was a rule guy, no clue. Um, Obviously, rule probably hired both of them. Um, Yeah, I mean... You know, cornerbacks haven't looked great as a unit the last few weeks. Well, let's be honest. This secondary in general yeah. has been very underwhelming. Outside of we J.C. Were... Horn, basically. Yeah, and J.C. Horn struggled last week. But, but he, I still, mean, didn't give, he Horn. still didn't give up anything. Yeah, he did. No, he, did. he hasn't given up more than 25 yards in a single game. I maybe they didn't count it because he was in zone, but yeah, I saw uh, him give up passes yeah. and catches. That's so where it is. When they're in zone, week. they don't. It doesn't count against them technically. So um, keep in the man. Yeah, D line coach <laughs> but, though, I would agree. I'm like that. That that D line has been terrible all season long. Mm-hmm. Just not good. They're not getting to the quarterback. Uh, Burns is the only one that can get to the quarterback. And Derek Brown has has Derek Brown's been great. great. Yeah, but. For the most part, like you said, they're not getting to the quarterback, and that's what's needed. Yeah. And we're just giving them all the time in the world to pass the ball. Yeah. Could be, you know, the players, could be coaching. Probably we'll a little of both. If we're being yeah, honest. I think that's probably it. Yeah. Uh, they definitely need a new edge rusher opposite of Burns in the future, 
in my opinion. Uh, and probably yours, yeah, too. Everyone's opinion, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice to see. Um, so we'll see. You know, I, I would imagine that's going to be an off-season. Man, this is going to be such an yeah. interesting off-season. Uh, we say that like almost the past three I years know, but, because of everything. Know, yeah, well, hey, I mean... Uh, last three years was a uh, coaching search. This will be a new coaching search. Quarterback. I mean, it's there's a lot that's going to be going on this offseason. Uh, but instead of talking about this offseason, let's talk about last week. PFF grades uh. for last week. We'll look at the top five on offense, the bottom five on offense, top five on defense, bottom five on defense. So, Jerry, why don't you kick us off with the offense? All right. Starting on offense, number one, Iki Iquanu. Familiar name. Dude, every, every <laughs> week, man, 81.7. Yeah. Austin Corbett, number two, 73.2. Terrace Marshall Jr., 70. Bradley Bozeman, 68.6. Raheem Blackshear with 17 snaps at 68.5. Uh, <clears throat> I'm really happy to see Terrace Marshall up there. Mm-hmm. Icky, again, such a great, such a great draft pick. Yeah. He's he's going to be a cornerstone in the future, they are for the future. It's awesome. He hasn't given up a sack since week two. So, I mean... We're going into week ten. He is already yeah. dominant. Already elite. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I agree. Uh, Terrace Marshall, good to see him in the top five. I think he, he... Was he in the top five last week as well? I think... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's not getting as much yards. Like, I would like to see him get more yards, but it's kind of hard with... Say nobody got yards the, last week. <laughs> like, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. It's kind of difficult when nobody's getting yards because the quarterback play isn't there and the scheme isn't there. Yeah, good to see. Th- but three three uh, offensive linemen in the top five. Always good to see. Yeah, especially after last year. Yeah. I mean, Bradley Bozeman. I wish we would have signed him to a more than a one year deal. I but wish we would have been starting him all season long. Agreed. <sighs> Bottom five offense, Shai Smith, 55.2. LaVisca Chenault, 54.8 on only three snaps. Yeah. Uh, Ian Thomas, 51. Deontay Foreman, 50.9. And your lowest hanging fruit, unsurprisingly, <laughs> P.J. Walker with a 27.9. When your starting quarterback is your worst graded offensive player, you are not going to win the game. We did not win the game. I really wish I understood why they played Shai Smith so much more than LaVisca Chenault. Three snaps. I mean, my only compared thinking to 39. can be LaVisca is having a hard time learning the playbook. I, I can't think of any other reason why they're still trotting Shai Smith out there when we have seen Shai Smith not a very good receiver. Like he's he's a good returner. I think he's been an asset in the return game, but he's just he can't catch. Uh, the he doesn't run good routes. He's pretty fast, but we're not getting the ball out to him. So I would much rather see Lavisca. I mean, Lavisca is a guy that we're gonna need to make a decision on. Like I'd like to see him more. I, I agree. I at this point I don't understand it. I really like Shai Smith. I find, I do think he has a role on this team, but he he hasn't succeeded in that slot position. It, and it's halfway through the season he's been the slot guy. Let's let's look at Chanel. He's had experience in the NFL and he succeeded in the NFL. So let, let's try it. Yeah, I think maybe he has one more year left, Chanel. Um, 
But either way, I mean, I'd like to see him do something. Uh, yeah. At least be given an opportunity. Um, all right, so on defense here, number one, Corey Little. Now, this is, again, this is a game where we gave up 35 points in the first half, 42 points overall. So these scores are not very high. Corey Littleton did lead the way with a 70.7 on only 20 snaps. Keith Taylor, 65 snaps with a 70. Nice job by Keith Taylor. Uh, Tay Hayes, 17 snaps. I didn't even see him out there, honestly. 68 and a half uh, grade for him. Davion Nixon, 13 snaps with a 67. And Amari Barno played a bit, uh, 12 snaps, a 64.6. Good to see. Good to see. Um, the only the only negative about those up there is is only one of those players started, and that was Keith Taylor. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wanted to call out the snaps because everybody else had twenty or less snaps in the in the game. So, uh, looking at the bottom five, unfortunately, leading this bottom five group, Frankie Luva played fifty four snaps, forty three point seven, maybe his worst game from a grade yeah. standpoint. I um, mean, honestly, I. S- he missed tackles last yeah. week. It was something kind of out of ordinary for him. Yeah. Uh, Xavier Woods, 67 snaps, 37.9 grades. CJ Henderson with a 36.7. Damian Wilson, uh, 19 snaps with a 30.2. And then Brandon Smith, only eight snaps. But he looked terrible, uh, 27.4. I mean, he had a, a bad yeah. missed tackle. Yeah, I, that missed tackle, especially when you only have eight snaps, probably yeah. counted a lot against him. Yeah, but, I'm, I'm not concerned about him. Uh, I think he'll be. I, w- I would like to see more of him to, <laughs> Love see, to see if. More of him. Yeah. So. Yeah. We need other to than see that, more. Other than that, CJ Henderson, I personally think Keith Taylor should go ahead and take your spot when De- Dante Jackson gets back. Mm-hmm. I think it would be better for the team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, C.J. Henderson, again, he's he's still going to be under contract next year. And he Top, has a chance they, to they, prove they, it, but... Yeah, I mean, they've got resources into him. They've got a third-round pick, a fifth-round pick into him um, and Dan Arnold. So they're going to give him every opportunity. Keith Taylor was, what, a fifth-round pick, I think? Mm-hmm. Um, I think fifth. So, but I agree. I think you've got to play the best, best guys, and Keith Taylor's looked better than C.J. Henderson. Keith Taylor looked good last year, towards the end of last year. He, he really came Agreed. on. So, All right. Um, one more piece of news yeah. here. Go ahead. Yes, this is actually, I, you don't know this, but this was actually a, a Twitter DM asking for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, please uh, dedicate two minutes to a hypothetical Panthers version equivalent to Jeff Saturday hire as head coach for the Carolina Panthers. <clears throat> Now, in this hypothetical world, when Matt Rule was fired, instead of doing the logical thing of, you know, hiring someone on the coaching staff and, you know, who has coaching experience, mm-hmm. they go out and hire Jeff Saturday, a former Colts great. So who would your Carolina Panthers great, no coaching, <laughs> NFL coaching mm. experience, be hire be? I mean, Jeff Saturday is a very good player for them for a long time. Yeah. Right? So it would have to be a long-time good player. Um, I feel like like saying Steve Smith or something might be a little too... Because like Jeff Saturday was really good, but he wasn't like a superstar like Steve Smith, right? Yeah. So, I mean, are we looking like Jordan Gross? Is that You could do thinking? a Jordan Gross. Khalil? I personally, I, even though he is more of a superstar, I'm going Greg Olson. 
Greg Olson is here in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. He's very good with the team. He is currently coaching a Pop Warner team to mm-hmm. the championship, supposedly by his own admission. Mm-hmm. So, and he's in I TV, think, which Jeff Saturday was also in TV. Exactly. He mm-hmm. he could be pulled off the desk. Pop Warner to the NFL head coach. That would be mine. Granted, he's a little bit you know higher notoriety <clears throat> just because he played tight end more flashy than Jeff Saturday as a yeah yeah O lineman. Yeah, and and just you know, for a little bit of context, Jeff Saturday, a consultant with the Colts, not in the coaching at all with the Colts, coaches a high school football team, I believe, and was doing some TV mm. work. They hired him as their interim head coach. With I guess there's no Rooney rule for uh, interim head coaches. Mm-mm. It doesn't sound like so. Uh, a lot of a decent amount of uproar from the coaching community, from the media, uh, about giving Jeff Saturday this opportunity instead of someone like Marvin Harrison, who's on the Colts coaching staff right now. And is a Colts great. And is a Colts great. It's a very, very, very strange situation there. Uh, But yeah, I think Greg Olson, maybe that's, that's a better one-to-one fit. And it would, it would also be like out of nowhere. Although Greg Olson, like he has a pretty good job with Fox so I don't know that he would even want to do that. Um, would Keekly maybe Keekly would be? No, Keekly's assistant coach for uh, Greg Olson's uh, Pop Warner That's team. That's even I don't better. Think he would... He's an assistant even... coach. He's not even a head I don't coach even of a think Pop he... Warner team. Greg Olson wouldn't let him come on. <laughs> Greg Olson would be like, no, we're not going to let you out of your contract. You got to stay. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who would be the most fun, though? Probably Steve Smith, right? Oh, Steve Smith would be a blast. That would, he be, would, the, that would be fun. He would have such fiery comments and stuff like that. Can you imagine those pressers? Oh, oh my God, dude. I would. I want it to happen <laughs> just for that. Just for the press conferences. That being said, we're glad that Steve Wilkes got the job. That's who we wanted. That's, oh, no, who, no, that's, that's who we that's... thought would get it. And, and that's, you know. And that's who deserves that. it. Right. Like, right. it deserves a try. Right. Uh, but Jay, thank you for that submission. I actually read it about an hour before we started recording, and I was like, "Oh yes, I am going to do this." <laughs> yes, we appreciate that. See, yeah, shoot us a DM, shoot us an email. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll give us a topic. <laughs> yeah, um, and we'll be right back after this short break. And today's episode is br- brought to you by Kazepis and Bright Law. Uh, are you buying a home or refinancing your home in the greater Charlotte area? Consider using Kasepis and Bright Law for your real estate law needs. I know when I closed on my house, it was difficult to find the time to get out of work for the closing. Well, with Kasepis and Bright Law, they have mobile closing that will come to you, whether it's be at your new home, work, or even Bank of America Stadium. They can meet you there. So go to closehere.com or call 704-659-0273 to schedule your closing today and say hi to Trey and Miles and even my wife there, Sylvia. So reach out. It's a family affair. All right, and we are back. So I've got trivia this week. I think I also had trivia for the last Falcons game. Yeah, you did, and I thought that was really weird. I was thinking about it in my head. I was like, yeah, we probably should have switched this up somehow. <laughs> well, I'm only going to do one question this time. Yeah, because last time you drilled me with five, which you could have done, saved for this episode. True, true. Well, I <laughs> honestly, I did not 
think <laughs> about it. So, Did think uh, ahead. I got one question for you. It's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's PJ Walker centric, okay? Mm-hmm. Prior to this game, prior to Thursday, how many games has PJ Walker played in against Atlanta? I th- I would have guessed one, but now the way that you're saying this, I'm gonna guess two. Four. I know. He's played like what? six games his whole career. But yeah, four, and that's the most he's played against any opponent, obviously. Uh, so this will be his fifth game. And not, they're not all starts, but he has appeared in four games prior to this one. So he this five, five, that's like most of his career against Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, pretty, that's going to be wild. weird, too. Yeah. All right, Very that's fun it. stat. That's the only one because you didn't want you don't want more. So I don't mind a couple, but that one time you peppered me, and I was just like taken back. Do you know but where Deontay Foreman went to college? Oh yes, Texas. Good job, good job. Yeah. Did you know at one point this year we had three running backs that had two thousand rushing yards in Ch- college? Chuba. And- Chuba, Foreman. Deontay Foreman, and Christian McCaffrey. Uh, and there's well, there's yeah. not that many running backs that gained 2,000 yeah. yards in college. That would have been so a good was trivia question. It would have been. Yeah. But we weren't doing trivia when Christian McCaffrey was on this team. True, true. All right, one more. Uh, after his 10 tackles against Cincinnati, how many career games does Shaq Thompson have with 10 or more tackles? Oh, I thought that would have been a higher number than... No, well, he had 10 in, 10 in Cincinnati, so how many career games does he have with 10 or more tackles? I would have set, guessed in like the 20s or so, but I'm guessing it's lower, so I'll go 12? I See, I guess 12, and it's 20. So you should have went with your instinct. Ah. Should have yeah. went with your instinct. All right, I think that's it. Uh, <laughs> All right. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's jump to the injuries here as Steven thinks about what's going on. <laughs> what? Who are we playing this week? It's, it's, it's midterm election has them all frazzled. All right. Starting off with the Panthers, I should have tra- take a sip of water because this is a long list. Mm-hmm. Justin Burris, concussion, did not practice. Dante Jackson, ankle, full practice. Steven Sullivan, full practice. Chuba Hubbard, ankle, Full practice. Frankie Louvu, full practice. Richard Richard Higgins, illness, did not practice. Man, that illness is sneaking around, man. Mm-hmm. LaVisca Chenault, illness, full practice. Derek Brown, illness, full practice. Brian Burns, shoulder, full practice. CJ Henderson, finger, full practice. Matthew Ioannidis, back, limited practice. Giovanni Ricci, neck, full practice. And Taylor Moten, Elbow limited practice. <gasps> yeah, yeah, and that's as of Tuesday. So that's the most up to date that we have. Uh, you know, it's good Do that Chenault think- went from DNP Monday to a full practice Tuesday. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Good to see. I uh, wonder if the illness is uh, being sick of losing, so they just don't want to mm. practice. I mean, uh, I know. Joking. I'm, that's how I feel. <laughs> Uh, Taylor Moten, by the way, not on the injury report Monday, popped up today with that elbow. So not good when he pops up middle of the week. 
we'll see. At least it was limited practice instead yeah. of did not Could practice. Could just be it's probably a sore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the Falcons, we've got A.J. Terrell did not practice. Uh, he missed the last one. I would imagine he's probably going to miss this one as well. It's a hamstring injury. Uh, Eric Harris with a foot DNP. Matt Hennessy center DNP. And Felipe Franks, the tight end, did not practice. Uh, so pretty short injury report for the Falcons. Um, yeah. I guess one of the – well, I guess we'll talk about it. But um, the – Panthers are three-point underdogs in this game. It opened at two and a half, so they are up to three-point underdogs now. And the over/under forty-three and a half. So again, that under/under keeps climbing uh, under yeah. the under the stewardship of PJ Walker. Vegas well, or, is like, oh, or, they're scoring points now, or the or the or, fact that the defense sucks. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> I was like, the defense has continued to start struggling now. Yeah, so. I knew where you were going with that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk some keys to the game. Jerry, why don't you kick it off? Run the ball. Oh, do I need to say more? Run the ball. Yeah. Look, guys, P.J. Walker is up and down. One thing that was consistent against the Atlanta Falcons the first time is running the ball with Deontay Foreman. Mm-hmm. If Chuba's out there, let you know. let's mix it up. Let's give him some rest. But run the ball, guys. I mean, he had three touchdowns against him last time. He looked like a monster. Yeah, he looked great. I mean, you know, the games that we've played well in this year, the team has run the ball well. I mean, simple. Yeah. So let's do that. (laughs) It it keeps the pressure off our subpar quarterbacks. Right. I mean, point blank, not only that, you can run play action. I mean... You once you do that, you do have to throw the ball and throw it deep occasionally, mm-hmm. but run the ball. Yeah, four point seven yards per carry last time. I mean, you know, looking at PJ in that first game, he gets a lot of accolades for the hail mary, amazing throw, throw of the amazing. Year. I mean, we we we've, we've talked about it. throw of the year. Prior to that throw, he was not good, honestly. He did not have a no. good game. Uh, he was 19 of 36 overall, so take that throw away, 18 of 35. He had 317 yards. Take that throw away, what, 250 yards? And and in one interception, no touchdown. I don't even think it would be throw. 250 because I how far was, it was that 62, thing? so somewhere okay. around somewhere around 350. Yeah. 360, or 260. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he wasn't good. That They were only in that game because of Deontay Foreman. And the running game. Yeah. So that's what we need to do. We need to keep control of that. Um, keep time of possession. You know, it, it's it all goes together. You know, yeah. Short, Convert short, on third downs. Right. Gives you short third downs. Like, that's that's what we have to do. I mean, you're averaging 4.7 yards per carry. You should be running the ball 30 times. Yeah. I mean, that was against them that week. But still... Like that's yeah, that's what I'm saying though. I mean, this is a team that you can run the ball on, you know, and yeah, and succeed, and they need to do it. And if Chuba's back, keep them both fresh, rotate them out. Yeah, I'm ho- I mean, Chuba is Chuba. Was he on the injury report? No, yeah, he, he was is. not he on the. He is, but oh. but as a full practice participant, so I would imagine he is going to play, which is good. I mean, be able to rotate him and Foreman out. That's going to be nice. Uh. On the other side, stop the run game of Atlanta. 
You know, yeah, Patterson got, will be back. They've got Patterson back. Yep. And Mariota will kill you if you don't tackle him in the backfield, Brian Burns, if you let him go. <laughs> yeah, he is, we, he's, as we've seen. He is not Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> he he doesn't need to slip out of your arm tackles. He doesn't need to have arm tackles. Wrap him up. Listen, if you want to be the man, if you want to be the highest paid defensive end in the league, if you are worth two first round picks and a second round pick, you're worth more than that. You got to make those plays. You have to yep. make those plays. That's yep. that's a game losing play. You know, got to yep. make them. I mean, there's there's multiple reasons the Panthers lost that game. That's one of them. Yep. Was that play? <clears throat> I mean, yep. Panero. You know, just you know that that bird touchdown. Who was off? I don't even know who missed the play because I didn't see them yeah, in the was, screen. I think Henderson was on him, but yeah, it was. And not that that should surprise you. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, big plays against Atlanta last time killed us. Yeah. You know, so keep an eye on that. Um, the Panthers run defense, it's going to be a, it's gonna be tough because we're giving up almost 140 yards a game now on the, on the ground. On you the know, ground. A huge, huge game by Joe Mixon last week. Uh, you know, and the Atlanta run game is more diverse than the Cincinnati run game. Like they do a lot of different things. Joe Mixon was just running the ball straight at us. Like there was, he wasn't doing anything fancy. I mean, he had some nice cuts, but they weren't scheming up anything special for him. What they did is they they pinched a. How did that? They they pinched our defensive end, and then it put Joe Mixon against one of our corners, and they just every time. Yeah, that's basically what I saw. That is, they collapsed. To, our defensive ends in, and that's what. Which again is not, is not, not a no, crazy, it's not, it's not, right. it's not it's, like that's this is that's that's running game one hundred and one. Like that's not that's nothing that the Panthers should have struggled against in the way that they did, right? Correct. I mean that that's like typical. Yeah, every team does that. Yeah, I mean the run game just uh the the run defense has been awful. They need to fix that. Um. Going on, stretching the field. I brought this up after running. You have to throw the ball deep. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't care who's out there playing. Eventually, they're going to cheat up on you. Eventually, they're going to put all their effort into stopping Foreman and Chuba. You have to throw it deep. Don't, none of this constant screens. I don't want to see five-plus screens this game like we always do stretch the field <laughs> what do you've got to lose a game oh my god at yeah. this point it... <laughs> that's what that's what frustrates me so much about this team this year we are two and seven why do we keep doing the same things over and over and over let's do let's mix it up some you know we've got dj moore He's a stretch the field guy. He's a, he's a guy that can get behind the defense. Like he's not the fastest receiver in the league, but he's smart. He he knows yeah. how to get behind the defense. Terrace Marshall's a you know can get up and catch the ball at the highest point. He's a guy that you can go deep with. Shai Smith is fast. Go deep for him. Uh, Chenault's fast. Go deep with him. Richard Higgins uh, may not even be on the team anymore. I don't know what's going on with him. He's not really the fastest guy, but uh, I mean we've got players. That you can go deep with. We didn't even go deep when we had Robbie Anderson. No. 
<laughs> I, is Ben McAdoo fearful of going deep? Like, it, I, I don't know. Uh, it seems like it, this whole this whole team is just playing scared. It, it seems like. I mean, at this point, you're not making the playoffs. You might as well just throw everything at the wall. You might as well have some fun with it. Yeah, Statue thing. of Liberty play. At like, this point, Wilkes is not going to be retained as the head coach if they keep losing. He's 1-3. Uh, none of the quarterbacks are going to be back at this point. No. You know, um, you're, right now you're just basically playing out this, the season. Like, do something fun. Let, in, let us watch in, as fans and get excited about something. And honestly, what's the harm? I mean, your record? Your record looks bad right now. Ben McAdoo, if you want another job in the NFL, you've got to do something. Like, this has been horrible this year. We'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. Uh, third down conversions. Just going to reiterate that. I mean, <laughs> offensively, you're only converting 26%. That, 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 I don't even know if that's a record or not. That's just, it's wow. pe- It's bad. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a record. I think it's the worst in the league uh, this year, at least. But yeah, it's uh, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Uh, the uh, is this is this, are these correct? These numbers that you've got here. Yeah. Why? What are you talking about? Just looking at the uh, the defensive stats comparison to off- opponent completion percentage. Oh, okay. So we're giving up almost seventy percent completion percentage against other teams. Uh, sixty-seven, basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, red zone scoring, I mean, both teams are pretty bad with the opponent red zone scoring. Almost 60% for both teams. But this is not something the Panthers are very good at. Only 54%. So we need to, That's I would say that's another key. Like, once you're in the red zone, and P.J. Walker can move the ball. He can move the ball yeah. down the field. We got to score. Like, we need to throw the ball into the end zone. Simple. Or let Deontay Foreman run it in. Yeah, if you're close <laughs> enough, sure. But I want to see throwing. Like, I want to see them throw the ball. I want to see them run the ball. I want to see them establish the run. But I want to see them throw off play action, get get PJ out of the pocket. Like, let's do some of the things that all these successful teams do on offense. Yeah, but We've that's over successful teams. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. All right. Uh, do we have a beer bet of the week? Uh, we do not. Do we want to just revert back to our last week's one? We could. Yeah, I mean, if, if Chuba's going to play. So, do you want to do your little beer bed of the week thing? Beer bed of the week! There you go. Okay, it's not a beer bed unless we hear that. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, where the beer bed is going to be, who has more rushing yards? Deontay Foreman or Chuba Hubbard? I will once again take Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, and I will take Deontay Foreman. Hopefully right. he has another great game. He's also on my fantasy team, so I need him to fall out because last mm-hmm. week I was in by bad, mm-hmm. bad situation, and it looked like it after my game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Going to predictions. Bold predictions. I will go first since I always make you go first. <sighs> I think in this game, and I'm just going to do this basically as a troll on myself. 
I think that the uh, Panthers tight ends will combine for 100 receiving yards in this game and two touchdowns. (laughs) I'm going to go back to my one from last week because, yeah, why not? (laughs) Terrace Marshall Jr., over 100 yards, first time in his career. It's going to happen, guys. I'm probably going to keep doing this by bold prediction until it happens (laughs) or the end of the season. Just letting you know, by week, 100 yards or more. There you go. Terrace Marshall Jr. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get it at some point. <laughs> All right. So here's the big one. Game predictions. Now we know Chase is 89 to 88. Yeah. Which, I don't think I'm going to go that high. <laughs> he, if, you, if you're on Chase's bandwagon, go bet the over right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you think this um, team's that they're going to combine for 170 points. Almost I think... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. I think, I think PJ Walker gets pulled this game for good. Uh, I think Baker comes in, looks okay, not enough. Sixteen twenty-seven Falcons. Ooh, okay. Um, I mean, it's 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 so hard to say because that last game was so weird. It was. I don't know we, what to We dominated think. most of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say the Panthers are going to win this one. It's a home game. We've got the black helmets. It's going to be... And people are going to be really excited to go to the game, I think. It's the only primetime game that we have this year. So I'm going to say 24-21 Panthers. Much A good, little bit lower scoring. Still goes over, though, if you want to bet that. Barely goes over, but it goes over. Uh, so 24-21 Panthers. Nice. I I would love. I'm going to the game. I'll be wearing my Spider Burns jersey and mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll be on TV. Doubt it, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll look for you, Jerry. We'll look for you. <laughs> All right. The other uh, NFC South games here. We've got a game in Munich, in Germany. Ooh, the Tampa Bay. I didn't Buccaneers. realize that game was in there. Yeah, technically hosting first game Seattle. ever. That's actually a good game. Tampa Bay Seattle, uh, nine thirty in the morning. Should be a fun one. Maybe maybe a nice little brunch mimosa type of uh, yeah. watch. Yeah. I mean, those are always weird games. I wouldn't know who to pick in that game. Like, Seattle has the better record, but... They're a better team, man. Gino versus Tom right Brady? Now? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> hey, 9.30 in the morning, wake up, have some breakfast, watch, uh, watch some football. Uh, or 6.30 a.m. if you're on the uh, West Coast. Not, wow, not, that, don't that would, envy that you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other NFC South game, New Orleans at Pittsburgh. That's another 1 o'clock game. Uh, again, probably going to be a pretty close game. I, neither of those teams is very good. So, should be entertaining. Yeah. That's the word. Uh, I have a feeling Saints will probably win that. Pittsburgh just... Maybe. Uh. I don't know, man. Like, the Saints... They're just not good. I mean, no well, team in the NFC South can be considered good. No, no, not at all. And oh man, who would have thought? <laughs> I did not think this. Yeah, they're three and six. Pittsburgh's two and six. Pittsburgh is bad though. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm like, like if I was gonna bet, I would bet on the on the Saints to win that one. They're probably favored. Yeah. I'm sure they are. Uh, yeah, they're two and a uh, half point favorites. All right. Any last thoughts on this game or? I mean, I'm most excited to see the uniform. Me too. The helmet. I wish it would have. I wish we would have had these uniforms. 
more than once. Yeah. I know it's supposed to be a special, but right now it doesn't feel special as much as it, I want it to. Did you see Brian Burns today? He was he was asked about the black helmet. He said they he thought they looked cool, but he would like to see an all white helmet. I think I don't know. I think the white with like the black like just a black panther would be pretty cool. See, I w- I think you would do a white one with like maybe a blue panther. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know what uniform combination you'd wear with that though. You you would use white jerseys. White jersey, white helmet. And white pants. Uh, you would do Ooh, almost a, like a white. That's a lot. That's a lot. It, you'd almost do a white out. Play that. white out with instead of instead of having black trim and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe just do silver, silver and blue trim. Well, I don't think that would look as cool as the blackout, but I don't either. But I would. I mean, remember I, those color rush, like the all blue color rush. I yeah. kind of hated that. Kinda yeah, but I was terrible. <laughs> all right, someone. Someone who's good with Photoshop yeah. <laughs> and knows how to make these. Okay, I want an all-white helmet, Matt, with a blue panther, just kind of the, mm-hmm. not even like the full one, but the one, that the, the sticker for the window sticker of mm-hmm. the eyes. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Kind of like that one. And then basically the white jersey, instead of black, though, do silver and then blue stripes. And then yeah, but you're white creating pants. A whole new, you're creating a whole new uniform here. Well, I mean, this specialty. We're, we're, yes. I mean, I they're, mean still, they're wearing their black, their regular black jerseys t- tomorrow night or, or uh, Thursday well, night. Well, fine. I'm just not going <laughs> to keep going with my ideas here. No, I do. I do agree. Like, if anybody knows how to do that, that would be cool to see. <laughs> but I just don't think it'd look as nearly as cool as the black. But um, I, I can't I imagine like the them wearing white helmets with any other uniform combination, though, because I don't think it'd look good with the black jerseys. I don't yeah, think I it think looked, like, maybe the blue jerseys. I think blue jerseys, blue maybe jerseys. blue jerseys, white pants. I think that could work. That would look okay. That would look okay. All right, somebody get on that. <laughs> <laughs> this is shoot, All right. shoot us an email. <laughs> we want to thank you for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Meow Makes Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmakespodcast.com. And if you leave us a five star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube and submit your submission to our swag bag giveaway. We'll be back. Well, I'll at least be back Thursday night after the Panthers Falcons game. Uh, probably not going to get Jerry for that one. He'll be in traffic on his way home or on the train or whatever you guys decide to do. Yeah, I, we don't know yet, but I'll, I'll <clears throat> create the thumbnail and send it to you. Okay, okay, good. All <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. <laughs>